Welcome to Dear Bianca. Hello, you beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dear Bianca. I'm really happy this shit is still rocking and we're still in each other's lives. I feel so fucking happy right now and I don't even know why. I actually think I might be a little delusional because I'm overtired, but who the fuck is not overtired? I mean, I'm just trying to like get shit done and thrive these days, especially ever since I turned 30. I feel like I have this new focus, this new determination in me. I don't know. I just feel different. The first thing I want to say is happy motherfucking Pride Month. This is my first Pride Month that I am celebrating with all of my listeners while celebrating virtually. I may see some of you at Prides in New Jersey, New York, potentially even LA. If you see me, say hello. Let's hang out. Let's connect. I want to meet all of you and hug you and kiss you. I just, I love you all and I can't thank you enough for your consistent dedication to listening to me bullshit on a microphone every few weeks. I have many new listeners. So for those of you who have recently subscribed to Dear Bianca, welcome. I'm sure many of you have not gone in and listened to every fucking episode that I ever uploaded. So at some point within the next few weeks, I will do another introduction to Dear Bianca, running through who I am, why I started it, And I don't know, fucking tell you a little bit about where I'm at in life. I don't even know where the fuck I'm at in life, to be honest with you. We're all just fucking riding this wave together. The first thing I want to vent about is that I've been dealing with family drama for the past like two or three weeks. I'm not going to get into it out of respect for my family They probably don't want me to go speak about private topics on a platform where thousands of you tune in. (laughs) So I'll be respectful of that. But like, fuck, man, I'm exhausted. If work isn't enough, if taking care of a fucking 120 pound dog isn't enough, if trying to have a life and go out and enjoy and have all the shit, then you have to deal with family drama. It's just emotionally and mentally draining. I feel drained. I felt drained for the past few weeks. I just want to hop on a plane, go somewhere all by myself, somewhere safe. Okay, let me make that clear. I want to go somewhere safe by myself for three days and just chill the fuck out. That's it. Like I need to take a break from my routine, from the energy in my apartment. Like I just want to fucking smash my laptop against the wall and be like, I'm out. I've been going to the gym every day. I go like six times a week, sometimes seven. And I've been feeling amazing. Shout out to my trainer, Anthony. He is one of my best friend's boyfriends. Did I say that right? That makes it sound like she has multiple boyfriends. My best friend has a boyfriend who does personal training. And he lives kind of far, so I can't actually go there in person with him all the time. But in my complex where I live... We have three gyms, so it's very convenient. And so I basically just pay him every Sunday and he sends me workouts that I can do for the week. And I send him like progress pics and all this shit. So 
I feel accountable to stick with it. And I've been doing it for like four months and I feel fucking amazing. I'm, I mean, I'll say like, I feel like I'm looking pretty sexy. So um, thank you, Anthony. And for anyone who's actually interested in having him just like send you fucking workouts, he's amazing. It's not as expensive as maybe you think it would be. So if you're interested, shoot me a DM or email me, whatever the fuck, and I will connect you guys because he's incredible. You need to get that summer body looking right. Ultimatum queer love. Let's talk about it for a hot second. I don't even know where to begin. I think new episodes come out this week if they haven't already. So I'm looking forward to binge watching the rest of the season. I first want to address the fact that I'm very happy that a Netflix show or just any show in general has made a season of their show queer based. Like, can the fucking Bachelor, Bachelorette do this shit? What are we waiting for? But overall, I think the show is okay. I'm not blown away. I think what the show is meant to do is portray a reality that many couples face where two people are in love or two people are committed to a relationship, but they're kind of both at different timelines. And one is looking for a lifetime commitment and the other one is like, hold up, I'm fucking trying to figure myself out. How am I supposed to commit to a whole life with you and potentially kids one day and all of that when I don't even know myself or if I even want to be monogamous or even if I want you. So I'm happy that they're really just kind of laying it all out there because it is very real for what a lot of relationships go through. The one cast member that really stood out to me was Lexi. Lexi is not physically my type, meaning like I don't typically find myself attracted to blondes. So naturally, when I saw Lexi on the show, I wasn't drawn to her. I wasn't like, wow, who is this fucking hot woman? I want her. Like that didn't come to mind. But as the show went on and as I heard her speak more, this girl's emotional intelligence is through the fucking roof. I am blown away by how well spoken she is. And how she just like doesn't give a fuck. Like she just says it how it is. And she speaks straight motherfucking facts. Okay. Like I'm going to get into Vanessa in a second. But when she was trying to make Vanessa understand her perspective or whatever the fuck was going on, Lexi was speaking nothing but straight facts. And I respect it. So Lexi, if you hear this, which maybe you won't, but if you do one day, your emotional intelligence is sexy as hell and I respect the fuck out of it. And I wish more people were as emotionally intelligent as you are because I just feel like the world wouldn't be as much of a shit show as it is sometimes. Now, Vanessa. (laughs) Holy fuck, Vanessa. Okay, let me preface the conversation by saying a friend of mine is good friends with Vanessa. I think they're good friends. They're definitely friends. I don't know if they're like best friends, but because I have a mutual connection to Vanessa, I reached out to Vanessa. I texted her last night asking her if she was interested in doing a last minute podcast with me because 
I want to set the record straight. Like I need to know if the editing of the show made her look more crazy than she really is. I never met her in person. I don't know her. Like I literally don't know her. But I feel like reality shows are known for editing so that the show is focused on making one person look crazy. I mean, listen, am I saying Vanessa's an angel? No. Is anyone an angel? No. But do I think the show dramatized Vanessa's personality or reality a little bit? Yes. I mean, it's fucking TV at the end of the day. Essentially, I think there's more to the story than what the show is portraying. So I'm going to try to get Vanessa on here within the next few weeks so we can set the record straight. All right. Taylor Swift. I feel like there was a point within the past few months where people were trying to convince themselves that Taylor Swift was gay or she was into women or dating a woman. I don't know what the fuck was going on. But now she's dating a man. So I feel like everyone's hopes just went to shit. But who knows? I mean, never say never. Anything fucking flies these days. Touching a little bit more on the Taylor Swift concert here at MetLife in New Jersey, there was a video of Fletcher and her ex-girlfriend, Shannon, hugging for a decent amount of time. Okay, it wasn't like, oh, hi, nice to see you. Bye. It was like a meaningful hug. And as someone who has been on TikTok for a little while, who has followed a lot of lesbians, who has followed the lesbian drama from a distance, I still know that when I see those two hugging, I'm going to watch that shit a few times. (laughs) And my commentary on it is, From what I've gathered solely based on TikTok, (laughs) really, which is how fucking credible is TikTok? I I kind of want to like take it away and be like, TikTok isn't really credible, but I think TikTok's pretty fucking credible. So I feel like I have a good understanding into the history of their relationship, sort of, because only they know the truth, but whatever. Anyway, Shannon and Fletcher both seem like two genuine beautiful souls and they were in a relationship for quite some time and they experienced incredible moments not only through love and their relationship but they also created music together they created videos together they experienced a specific lens of their relationship that not every couple experiences like Shannon is a photographer. She's an artist in her own way. And Carrie is an artist in her own way. And so I genuinely feel when you have two people that are creating day in and day out, there's sort of like a deeper love there. And I think their hug said just that. Do I think Fletcher is... 100% over Shannon? No. Do I think Shannon is 100% over Fletcher? No. I think they're just two human beings who have a lot of love for each other and they broke up for a reason, but still that love never leaves you. So 
who the fuck cares? Just keep, let them hug, let them have their beautiful moment and everybody will carry on and everything will work out the way that it's supposed to. I just am assuming that Becky might be pissed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm fucking dead at the girl who filmed that shit though and threw it all over TikTok. Like you're no one's safe. They can't even have their own private moment. Like no one is fucking safe out here. Speaking of exes, it's very timely because I put up a poll on Instagram asking you guys what topic you wanted me to discuss on this solo episode. I gave you a few choices, but 53% of you wanted me to speak about keeping gifts and notes from exes. So let's get into it. You know when you are in a relationship and you are love bombing each other, you're writing each other beautiful text messages, letters, getting each other gifts, whether they be like funny, cute, intimate, whatever the fuck. You do all of that because in the moment, it's exactly what you wanted. You had this energy within you that allowed you to write this beautiful letter for your person and they wrote them back to you. And the thought that went into getting a gift for them was, I'm assuming, very meaningful. Or if you're buying gifts for your significant other and you don't give a shit, I mean, question yourself, is the gift worth it or you just don't give a shit about your partner? Anyway, you do all of this for whether it be three months, a year, years, however long, And unfortunately, like some relationships, the relationship ends. Not only are you stuck with going through the emotions of a breakup and trying to get yourself into a new reality of what life is like without texting this person every day, being with them all the time, talking to them all day, every day, etc. You're also left with physical memories of them. I know from personal experience I was always conflicted and I'm solely going to base my perspective off of my first relationship that I had because that was the most significant relationship that also went through a significant breakup. (laughs) So that's going to be my perspective on this topic. So when we broke up, I felt like it wasn't very cut and dry. Like there was still, for me at least, the opportunity that we could get back together. Like I was still very much hopeful. And so as pissed off and confused and angry that I was that our relationship was not working out, I still had so much love and hope that it would. So I didn't want to throw out any of my shit. Like all of the letters that she wrote me, all of the pictures that we took, all of the videos that we took together. Like I had so much shit from our five-year relationship that I didn't want, but wanted it at the same time. So for I think maybe like two years, at least three years, I kept everything. I would read letters. (laughs) I'm cracking myself up. I would read letters or screenshots of text messages that she sent me while we were broken up. And I would just make myself angry. I'd be like, this girl's a fucking liar. Like, clearly she didn't mean any of this shit. (laughs) Like, she's lying. She didn't choose me at the end. She's lying. Like, fuck her. I'm fucking pissed. But at the same time, as I'm reading it as well, I'm like, wow, 
I love the way that we communicated. I loved the way that we connected. We were so lost in each other and it was so beautiful at the time. But how the fuck can we be in this situation where we're not together? It was a constant back and forth with myself. I eventually got to a point in my life where I was so comfortable with not being with her and I gave up the thought that we would potentially get back together like it was just reality that we were not getting back together because (laughs) she was getting married to a man it just wasn't gonna happen like (laughs) we're just not gonna happen so just like I think it's important to get rid of energies within you I also think that personal intimate items like that hold energies as well like the letters that she wrote me the text messages that she wrote me the gifts that she got me all of those things hold an energy that is no longer present in my life it's no longer serving me it was actually keeping me from moving on emotionally and mentally because I had these things around me like I would go through my photo albums and see pictures of us and I'd be like comparing how I felt with her to someone I was dating. And it was just, it was not helpful for me at all. So at some point I threw out everything. I fucking ripped apart every single letter that she ever wrote me. I deleted every single picture that was a memory of her, even screenshots of text messages, dumb, silly videos that we made, maybe some like intimate videos and pictures I had as well. (laughs) I just got rid of everything because it was no longer serving me. My perspective now, years later, ever since doing that, is that at the end of the day, I'm happy I no longer have those physical items with me or at least I'm happy that I don't have access to them anymore because what's the fucking point? I've moved on. I don't even speak to her like we're not in each other's lives at all. So why the fuck would I have it? But I have accepted that she was a huge part of my life. And despite us not being together and the detrimental breakup that we went through, the darkness of how I felt after we broke up, I still very much am so grateful for the experience that we shared at that point in my life. Just like I'm sure I've influenced her in ways and I taught her a lot of things, she at that point did the same for me. And so I don't like to hold grudges. I don't like to be spiteful. I like to kind of just accept the reality of what it was and what it is now and continue on. But my ultimate advice on this topic is throw out letters and gifts from your ex when you want to. No one has the same timeline. No one goes through the same journey. So there are probably people who the minute their person walks out the door and their relationship is over, they might take that shit, burn it, throw it away right then and there. Then there are people who are somewhere in the middle. They keep going back and forth. Should I throw it out? Should I not? And Finally, a time comes where they feel like that shit is no longer serving them, so they get rid of it. And then there's people who fucking keep everything. There's no right way. It just is whatever you feel. 
But I think the biggest and most important thing is having self-awareness and knowing that being spiteful and holding a grudge and having animosity towards someone you once shared a beautiful experience with is the number one thing that is definitely not serving you. So the more that we can accept and acknowledge the journey of our life, the more peace you will have within. I hope that made sense. And if it didn't, I'm sorry. You guys chose the fucking topic and I just tried my best. So that's that. I'm going to close this out because I'm exhausted. I need to edit this and I still need to go to the gym. So thank you guys for tuning in for another quick episode. I have really exciting things coming up. I may be traveling to LA within the next few weeks to record a podcast with someone I'm sure many of you may follow. She has over 1.2 million followers on TikTok. I'm not going to release her name. You'll just see her face pop up. And I'm so fucking excited about this guest. We're kind of just working out the logistics right now regarding if she's going to be flying here or if I'm going to be flying to her. But I'm kind of craving some LA sunshine. And like I mentioned earlier, I'm just sick of the routine that I've been in. Like I just need a break somewhere. So more likely than not, I will be flying to LA in the next few weeks to do that. Stay tuned. I appreciate all of you as always and happy Pride Month. Be safe, have the time of your fucking life and make beautiful connections with people. Mwah.